Hi guys, welcome back to Between the Pages with me, your host, Sabria Sparrow. If you're new here, thank you so much for being here. And if you are returning, thank you so much for coming back. As per usual, I hope that you guys are having a good week so far. Mine actually kind of sucks. I woke up today to a rejection letter from one of my dream jobs that I was like for sure that I had in the bag but it's okay rejection is just redirection and I'm confident that just means that it's not meant for me and that there's something better in store for me so yeah so today's episode is all about things that are keeping us from growing and one of the main reasons why I decided to do this episode this week is because I feel like this past week I've noticed a lot of mindset blocks that I didn't even realize that I had that are keeping me from growing and like moving forward in the directions that I know are meant for me or that I know I want to go in. And what I've noticed is that a lot of those blocks have stemmed from feeling like I'm not worthy or like my worthiness is dependent upon what other people think of me. I feel like something that I've been missing since I haven't been in school is being in environments where I'm constantly being validated. And now that I'm not within the confines of like a structure or routine and I'm no longer constantly receiving validation from like different angles in my life I found that I really have to work on finding my sense of worthiness from within so if you're also struggling with self-doubt or just feel like you're stuck and unable to grow or move forward because of what other people may think of you or what you might subconsciously think of yourself here are some ways that I'm learning to be my own biggest fan to advocate for myself and to take control of my life in new ways that can hopefully inspire you to do so too so as per usual I'm just gonna go through five things things that I feel like are keeping us from going and the first thing is holding things in. I know that when we're dealing with things or having a hard time or something has really negatively impacted our emotions, the first thing that we often want to do is just like ignore it or suppress it or like put it away and like forget that it's even happening. And I feel like that's where I've been the past few months where I've really had to like sit with my feelings about a lot of things such as like what I thought I knew about myself and my family or like what I thought my future would look like and the plans that I thought I had that fell through or even today when I got the rejection letter and I've kind of had to sit with my emotions throughout the day it's so easy feeling like we have to suppress things or like we have to be strong and I feel like that's because admitting it feels like we might appear weak or we might have to admit that like we failed in some capacity or it means that we have to face whatever's going on but what I've been reminded of lately is like the importance of letting yourself feel the things that you are feeling holding things in and suppressing them only guarantees that things will fester and those things will come out in one way or another and as hard as it can be to heal or to like have to sit with our feelings what I've learned is that doing so is how we get over it and how we get through things it's through that making sense of your feelings and thinking about what they mean for who you are what went wrong what's holding you back what you can do better next time or what you still need to work on or haven't healed from that ultimately makes us better in the long run when certain things happen it can often feel like the end of the world or like we're gonna feel like this forever but being more removed from certain things now than I was a few months ago I promise you that time does heal and if you take the time to like sift through your feelings and sit with them you will move on and you will get over it the next thing that might be keeping you from growing is our good old friend old reliable 
self-sabotage. Last week, I was talking to my mom about certain goals that I had at the beginning of the year that I'm not actively pursuing anymore. And what I realized or what we realized was that I was just making a lot of excuses. I kept telling myself that like what I wanted to do was like outdated or too competitive or too overwhelming or that like others would be more in control of outcomes than I am. So therefore, I don't want to do it. And all of these other reasons why I can't do something. And what I realized but didn't want to admit is that I'm really just scared. I talked a little bit about like my limiting beliefs about myself in the first episode of the year about things I'm working on in 2023. But what I've realized is that I believe that there are people out there who can do this thing that I want to do. But for whatever reason, those people cannot and will not be me. And what I've realized is that no matter how much knowledge or experience I gain, I never feel good enough. And that feeling of never feeling good enough keeps me mediocre and keeps me from stepping into my power. So what I've decided instead is why not me? Why do we always see ourselves as below or as not as good as everyone else? And why do we always believe that other people are more qualified and more capable than we are? When in all actuality, we deserve a seat at the table just like anyone else would. I've noticed that when we think of ourselves as mediocre, it makes us anticipate mediocrity and it keeps us from striving for more. It's so important that we stop downplaying our value and allowing a lack of sense of worthiness dictate how we show up in the world. World. The next thing that is keeping us from growing is accepting the bare minimum. In addition to not expecting mediocrity out of myself, I also don't accept mediocrity from the things around me, including in my relationships or in my work and professional life. In the last year, as I've worked on taking up more space, which I've talked about extensively even in its own podcast episode, if you want to check that out, what I've noticed is that shifts have actually been happening on my behalf, whereas people will like rearrange things or things will change in accordance with like what I've said I'm concerned about or like what I am not happy about and normally I would be extremely uncomfortable with that. I feel like there's such a big difference between taking up space and feeling good about it and that has been one of my biggest struggles with taking up space is that I don't like to interject or for things to like be changed on my behalf because I don't like to feel like I'm inconveniencing anybody and lately I've had to work on making the shift from being uncomfortable to thinking in a sense of like as they should the people in my life would do absolutely anything to make me happy or to show up for me and like I am so grateful and so blessed for that reason and it's definitely not something thing that I take for granted but at the same time I feel like that is something that you should expect from the people in your life like you should expect them to show up for you you should expect to be able to count on them you should expect for them to care about your preferences and vice versa you should do the same thing for the people in your life like I don't feel like we should be expecting the bare minimum from our friendships and from our relationships and by this I'm not necessarily referring to the idea of like a low maintenance friend because obviously we're all busy obviously we all have our own lives and we can't like attend to everyone all the time and like I always say it's so important that we choose ourselves and our well-being first but when it comes to big things being there for each other validating each other going out of your way to be a good person in someone's life I feel like is so important and something that you should do for others and you should expect others to do for you in other situations like work or professional settings not accepting the bare minimum to me means like my labor not being exploited or being paid what I deserve or being a part of high quality environments and high quality communities it also means not doing things out of desperation or solely because it's the 
practical move. Of course, we always want to be practical, but lately I'm just not accepting anything unless it personally feels worth it to me or it feels like something that I can see myself doing. And I say this because I know that we can be gaslit by ourselves and others to feel like we should accept the bare minimum or that we should just be lucky to be there, but we all deserve to be a part of environments and communities where we feel valued and we all deserve to be properly compensated for our labor. Obviously, sometimes we can't do this this is not always the case. We do live in a capitalist society. We are approaching a recession, it seems, and some of us do have different disadvantages and constraints than others, but I do feel like within the bigger picture, when we think long-term, where it makes sense or where we have control, I do feel like it is so important that we seek and expect the best for ourselves, not just the bare minimum, and that we are willing to ask that of ourselves and of others. For me, as I'm in the midst of this like very transitional period, of my life. This has meant turning down anything that is not aligned with what I want and instead seeking things that would be fulfilling for me or that makes sense for me. When we accept the bare minimum, out of our relationships and out of our life, then we end up living a bare minimum life. But when we're in environments and in relationships where we thrive, then we ourselves thrive. And I feel like we all deserve that. The next thing that is keeping you from growing is pretending to not know what you want. I was talking to one of my friends recently and she said that one of the main characteristics she would label me as is decisive. And she said that it was super ironic because I generally tend to call myself indecisive, but like, she's seen the opposite and she's noticed that I generally do know what I want. And that's when I realized it's not that I'm indecisive, like I try to say that I am. It's that I know what I want, but I'm too afraid to say it. For example, when someone asks me to pick where I want to eat. Like, I will generally know what I want, but I won't say it in case someone else doesn't want that or, like, we end up going there and it's a bad experience and then I end up feeling like it's my fault. In the same ways, I generally know what I want out of my life and out of my career, but I'll hide behind all these other possibilities. I will just say I don't know out of fear of not being practical enough or out of fear of being judged by others. But what I realize is that when we're indecisive or we are too afraid to, like, say what we want, or go after what we want, we're not only depriving ourselves of our potential, we're holding ourselves from taking action toward what we truly want. Now Susie got to choose where we want to eat and she wants to eat tacos and you really wanted a burger. And in the same ways, I found myself pursuing multiple things in hopes of like looking good in one way and satisfying myself in another. So instead of pretending to be indecisive or pretending like you don't know what you want, be decisive decide what you want, and then don't accept anything that isn't that. The last thing that might be keeping you from growing, and I feel like this kind of ties everything together, and that is seeking validation outside of yourself. As you can probably tell, I spend a lot of time not knowingly seeking outside validation. Validation for my emotions, validation of my standards, and validation of myself. And as a result, I often seek others' permission in order to move forward or to go out after what I want in life or feel like I need other people's validation in order to feel like I'm good enough to do so. And sometimes this validation or 
this lack of validation that I might feel doesn't come directly from the people in my life or the people that I love, but just from like a general sense of what I think other people might be thinking of me. But the truth is, we know who we are, we know what we want, we know what we're capable of, and a lot of times we know whether or not we're good enough. Whenever I create something, whether it be a podcast episode, a post on my Instagram page, a paper I'm writing, a post on my TikTok page, I know whether or not it's good. I can feel when something is really good and when something is mediocre and when something is really bad. I might post it for the sake of consistency, but I know when something is not as good as like other work I've done. And when I love something and I think that something is generally good, I don't need other people to tell me that. I say this to say that a lot of times I feel like we seek validation outside of ourselves because we don't trust ourselves. When in all actuality, we know what's best for us and what's best for the direction that we want to go in more than anybody else. So instead of looking to everyone else for validation, it's so important that we look inward at ourselves and check in with ourselves. Do you like who you are? Do you like the direction you're going in? Do you like the work that you're doing? Do you believe in the value that you bring? Because if so, that is all that matters. Instead of trying to please and impress other people, work on pleasing and impressing yourself. Thanks for listening to this episode of Between the Pages. I hope that you have a great rest of your week and I can't wait to talk to you again soon.